Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh my gosh. Get me out of this. I guess I should probably document what's going on. I cut my finger pretty bad, got my elbow. I'm just so happy to be alive. Yeah, well, sure you're, you you're not gonna be happy to go to jail. That, everybody, is the sound of a YouTuber who purposely crashed a plane for clicks. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because, uh, and then he's, you know, he, he parachutes out just before it crashes into this mountain range in California. And then, of course, he, he has a selfie stick and he oh, documents the entire trip down. There's cameras all around his plane when it crashes. But then he says, he hits the ground and he says, I'm so tired. I can barely <laughs> walk. But I heard a cow. So I'm going toward the cow in the hopes of finding the people that own the cow. I'm like, oh, please, buddy. Holy moly. Um, his name is, his last name's Jacob. I, I, he, but now the FAA started looking into it and they found out, well, number one, why did you get in a perfectly good plane with a parachute on? Mm-hmm. That was number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, you were going down, yet you never called air traffic control no. to say, Mayday, I need help. I'm going to crash. <laughs> that was, And then they found all the cameras around the, the plane, even though the plane had crashed. And then, of course, he documented everything on YouTube. I love that. I love that line. Well, I suppose I should document this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that wasn't sure. obvious. Now they're saying this Trevor Jacob guy, could they? he had his court appearance, and he entered a plea. He pleaded guilty. He's going to be sentenced. He's got to go to L.A. in a couple of weeks for a court date, but then he'll be sentenced after that. They say he could be sentenced to 20 years in prison. And I hope he is. Uh, honest to God. You, you uh, crashed a plane. A perfectly good plane. You could have killed people. could have killed people, well, other than yourself. But, you know, you do it just so you can get more clicks on YouTube and yes. become a YouTube star. Yeah, and this is unfortunately what social media has created. And this is an older guy. It's not like he's, you know, 10 year, 15 years old, 16 years old. I'd say he's probably at least mid-20s, if not a little bit older. It was, uh, by the way, California's Los Padres National Forest. Ah. The, the actual crash, in finger quotes, was December of 2021. So that was right when they had... All those fires out there, too. What if the crash sparked a massive wildfire? That, that's among other thing. things. And among other things. That's the first thing I thought about. You know what he and titled the clip on YouTube? I crashed, I cra- my, pl- I crashed my plane. Oh, jeez. On purpose? Did he say on no, purpose? Just, oh, it's I- called, <laughs> I crashed my plane. It, but you would think if you're a pilot and your plane's going down, the first thing you're thinking about is, mayday, mayday, you know, somebody help me. This guy, you know, he documents him craw- crawling out of the plane, jumping into the, you know, putting the parachute on, jumping off. I'm like, he he parachuted long before the plane crashed into the ground. It was all pl- it was all planned. I hope he gets every every bit of the book thrown at him. That would be great.
Yeah, it's. But uh, it's not going to matter. It's not going to stop other YouTubers. You like? They're like, well, that, that's him, not me. Yeah, well, the others will be smarter about it, and they'll call air traffic control and say, "I'm going down. I'm going down." They, and and maybe they won't actually document the fact that they're putting a parachute on before they get into a perfectly good plane. I haven't looked yet. Is they did YouTube keep the thing up there? I think they yeah, have because we posted it. Yeah. I wonder whole, how many hits it got. Three million. Was it three million? Well, before the t- I before he got caught. So I, well, I don't one, know how much is a how much is a single engine plane cost? How much does he wow. get for three? Because I'm sure he's all monetized or was. Yeah, he was banking on becoming a YouTube star and being able to say, "Hey, I survived a plane crash." Wow. But then he makes it out to be like a bear gorillas, like a survivor kind of thing, you know? Because you see him. I, I actually turned it off because I was I was I was so disgusted with this guy. But it's nighttime now. And he's at a stream, and he's wipe, you know, he's washing his face. I, I, I haven't found the cow yet. I'm like, oh God, stop with the cow. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's, and you know, it's, it was all pl- planned. So, wow. I don't know. I don't know what how nerve. he ends up. I don't know. He ends up finding the farmer who owned the cow. I never watched the end of it. I crashed my plane. Wow. <laughs> what an idiot. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Well, here's another one. Uh, you should know that everything is just fine and dandy at the border. Fine. You know, I hear that everything in the last couple of days is going rather smoothly. Yeah. What the concerns were. Great. And the bottom line, however, is that the issue of immigration falls squarely within the responsibility of the United States Congress. <laughs> All right. So check it out. Here's the border oh. czar, Kamala Harris. First of all, she says... I, it's smooth. It's fine. Everything's great. Oh, and by the way, not my fault. It's it's Congress. It's, That's their fault. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're not you're not taking responsibility for anything. This, of course, after when they named her the border czar, she went to I guess the was it the the five most uh, migration natives. Like if you came from San Salvador, if you came from Ecuador, she went to all of the countries where we get the most migrants from trying to come into the United States. And she chastised the government officials of those nations saying it's because you haven't made conditions here nice enough so your people won't stay in their own country. Get get your act together and, and figure it out so they don't leave. Who does that? It's their fault. It's it's of course it's your fault. I'm like this woman is she's got a lot of nerve, a lot of nerve. And she actually probably believes herself. It's crazy. Yeah, oh yeah. No, that she does. Well, I don't know. But you know exactly what the talking points are. First of all, talk about our successes at the border. That's what we'll do, Madam Vice President, and then remember to tell everybody you just put that off on Congress. It's their fault. It's the Just blame Congress. And then they caught up with the president yesterday. Did you see him on his bicycle? I was surprised he was back on his bike with his helmet after he fell off. Uh, but he was like, no, nah, I'm not going to the border. Things I heard things are good. Far better than we had planned. I'm like, they just lie. Yeah. And no one questions it. No one. I mean, they're covering it for the first time. That's good. But it's far too late because this has been, they could have done this, you know, two years ago to start to talk about the issue. But now they're only now you got Mayorkas actually oh. saying it's well you know we have a new plan now they're only doing that because of the national news coverage now yeah okay so what's the new plan let half as many people in yes and and, and don't check you know they caught that one guy was he from Afghanistan he had a record of being like terrorists on record terror and watch list coming right right through with everybody else at the border thank goodness they caught him. Yep. But, you know, if I'm a terrorist and I want to get in, I'm going to the Mexican-United uh, States border and I'm just going to walk in with everybody else. Of course. Jeez, people just don't, they don't believe this kind of stuff happens. 
Scary scene. Uh, It really is. Weekend box office, massive for Guardians of the Galaxy again. Do we know what the total is so far? I don't know. I was looking for a Monday update because it's big. I don't know if the domestic is in yet, but it's a massive, massive haul. Good they, for Chris Pratt. Uh, they made $60.5 million again this, this week. Ooh. And then Super Mario Brothers came in second with $13 million. That's how much more Guardians of the Galaxy made than everybody else. But Chris Pratt is the star of both films. I'm like, okay. It, it's the, the, by the way, I was quite surprised. Book Club, the next chapter, made $6.5 bucks. Did it really? It came in third. I was like, really? Wow. Well, they make it for a dollar? It's yeah, pure I, profit, baby. I, I don't know. The, the talent in there was probably not cheap, so I'm sure they're losing. But I would assume that was, a you know, like a, your grandma wanted to go see that. <laughs> I mean, the, the first one was cute, but I mean, come on. Really? Another Why? one? Nah. I didn't even know there was a first one, to be honest yeah. with you. The first one was cute. But, I mean, it, it's, it wasn't like a blockbuster, so I was kind of shocked they made a second one. Coming up, uh, imagine, if you will, a dog park that won't let you bark. Huh? We're going to Montreal, Canada for this one. There's signs up and everything. What is wrong with Canada? No barking at this dog park. How stupid. And I'm sure it's written in French, but I'm not sure. (laughs) Then some other updates. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you, Captain WFTL. (laughs) I like the energy. like the energy. Gotta love them. Hey, the South Florida Morning Show. Looking at Monday. There's Jen. There's Diener. I'm Bill. Hope everybody's Mother's Day was good. How was it, Jen? It was great. Did you chill? I chilled. I uh, played with the horse and I planted some flowers and uh, laid by the pool. Well, you was can't it. go wrong with that. Very uneventful. Very nice. Sometimes you need that. Actually, a lot of times you need that. Yeah, it's like every now and then just chill. My kids are like, what do you want? Get out of my sight. <laughs> 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 Leave me alone. Peace and quiet. So they all left. Get lost. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, it was also, it, it's weird because my daughter's a mom, so it's her Mother's Day as well. Oh, yeah, that's so, right. You know, so. Now, how does that work? You know, we always have the debate as a father of children, do you have to get the gifts when they're older? Well, as you, a mother of a mother, do you have to get gifts for her? No. I, oh, I, but I, I'm the bad guy, I, huh? <laughs> I used to. Now I just look at her husband and say, not my fault. She's your wife. So no, she 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 made out really well, my daughter. So and my other daughter got both of us gifts. Oh, I got a huge. That's nice. I was going to bring it in just to rag on you guys. A huge almond joy bar. Ooh, they make those. <laughs> oh God, yeah, it's so good. It has to be discontinued, right? I mean, no, like, because nobody buys them. I I know a lot of people who like almond joy bars. By the way, now they're all I'm, shut ins. No, they or they're past. <laughs> oh. It was great. So I got flowers. I got orchids. It was was a nice day. Sounds good. Nice day. All right. We'll update you on news before fun stuff. Everything's fine at the border. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Everything's fine. Numbers falling. Number of apprehensions are falling. What? The the guy in charge of it told us so. The United States Border Patrol has experienced a 50% drop in the number of encounters. Great. Versus what we were experiencing earlier in the week. Great. It's because they're all getting through, but that's all right. <laughs> or you're holding them in some kind of detention center. That's that new map. <laughs> they had a, and I don't know who it was. It was some Border Patrol agent who said, okay, like this facility is supposed to hold 150. We have 765 people housed here. Uh, it's, it's, they just have all these people crammed into these little huts that they hold them in until they give them amnesty. And then they just showed... Fox just had some guy outside one of the centers, and there's hundreds of people. I guess the Border Patrol hands out a blanket, 
and they use the blankets as like shields or they're laying on the ground and they're sleeping on the street. I'm like, okay. Instatent? Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, things are fine there, Mr. Mayorkas. Uh, the borders are Kamala Harris, who played this for you before. She did uh, an interview on Saturday and said this. You know, I hear that everything in the last couple of days is yeah. going rather smoothly, given oh, what okay. the concerns were. And the bottom line, however, is that the issue of immigration falls squarely within the responsibility of the United States Congress. I thought there were squarely. Two, I thought there were two amazing things in that statement. There's actually three. First of one, I didn't even catch it first. I hear things are going great. I she's hear. the border czar. <laughs> you know, they tell, they tell me she's never been to the border, but she's the border czar. Isn't that wonderful? Second piece is the obvious one being things are going very smoothly. Yeah. Would you like to talk to the Border Patrol agents and tell them that? Because they have a different story to tell you there, Kamala. It's, it's, it just amazes me how they can ignore a situation, a bold face, lie about it, and... They expect the American people to believe it, and half of them do. And the third part, obviously, being, but that responsibility, that's Congress. That's all on Congress, not, not me. me as the borders are or the administration. See, right out of the talking points. You know, uh-huh. they had a meeting going to this. Ma'am, blame Congress. People will buy that. I, uh, There's no one left to blame. It's like, okay, who do you blame? Uh, And uh, you blame Joe Biden, you blame Kamala Harris, you blame this administration. They asked for this. So the El Paso Processing Center, you know, everything's smooth and apprehension's down. That has six times its max capacity as videos are leaking out from that. From people who work there now. They've had enough. They're just sending out their personal videos and posting them because they they need, they're trying to get the rest of the nation to understand this. Well, that was that guy that said, here are supposed to be 175 people and we have like 700 people here. Believable. And, And they're all at like, you know... 10 times the capacity. So, and, and they're holding areas where they keep people until they can process them and, and ask and whether or not they grant them amnesty or not. Now they're saying the people that they grant amnesty to, they give them a court date. Mm-hmm. The soonest court date they've seen so far, June 2026. Oh, <laughs> oh well, I'm so, sure they're coming back for that. Three years we want you to come back for a court date. I'm sure they're putting that into their phone. They scroll ahead to like June. June yeah, uh, a couple sure. more months. Let me put that in. 2026. Uh, item. item. Court date, time, noon. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure they'll be there for that. They'll set an alarm for it. I will be there with bells on. Sure, I'll go buy a new suit for it, the whole thing. Yep. Uh, this I was, was like craziness. Another development for the border czar, Kamala Harris. A third busload of migrants was dropped off outside her home in D.C. Oh, she served them lemonade? Oh, can you imagine? She's out there. Or they start, like you said, <laughs> knocking on the door. Hello, Kamala. Hello, is this the place? <laughs> this is the place. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> God almighty help us. <clears throat> Just help us. Well, let's go north of the border, like way north. (laughs) Well, it makes you feel better about us, actually. Doesn't it? You can't fix stupid with this one. Let's go to Montreal, Montreal, Canada. Dog park there has banned barking. You can be fined up to 1400 bucks. Is it for every bark or is it if your dog barks? That's a good question. I don't know. No barking. How can you put a dog in a dog park? Okay, the first thing dogs do when they see a new person or a new dog is bark. Well, yeah, and then it usually I, settles down. Yeah. Uh, here's the sign translated. It's forbidden to let your dog bark, whine, or howl. You <laughs> could face fines between 370 bucks and 1475 that's Oh, my tra- God. Tra- that's tra- uh, kind of like updated to U.S. dollars. Wow. Can you woof? 
<laughs> can you grumble? Can you? Oh, oh. <laughs> Dog owners in Montreal very confused and they're angry. A city spokesperson said, it's just a reminder about an existing bylaw. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm sure they don't want the extra money for the bylaw. <laughs> Controlling domestic animals in public, they say. Okay, you, there's no way you can control your dog's barking. I'm sorry, unless you put one of those, I, I don't know what those collars do, those bark collars. You know, you put them on it to stop them from barking. I, I don't know if anybody uses one, but do they even work? It's that's the whole point. You it bring sounds your, cruel to me. It does. You bring your dog to the park so it can have fun, run around, meet other little dogs, you know, play with them, yada yada yada. You know what <laughs> I'm always amazed at? We've done our uh, pause in the park events before. Mm-hmm. That many dogs, and we've done ten of them, I think. Oh, probably that many, do- hundreds and hundreds of dogs at once. How they get along? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a dog fight. Neither have I. As a matter it's of fact, it's amazing. And there's some big dogs. Remember the guy that showed up with the wolf. I mean, he actually had a wolf. Wow. It no, was, I missed him. It was massive. <laughs> Ma- I, I was like, oh, my God. You know, they don't look that big when you see them, like, in the <laughs> really, wild. They really don't. Sir, was, why do you have a wolf? It, but it was the nicest dog in the world. I said, aren't you afraid he's going to eat, like, people? Never mind other dogs. He goes, oh, no, he's, he's a baby. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but it was massive. Wow. So you're right, yeah. As a matter of fact, I was talking to friends of mine. They live in Palm Coast. And we were having a conversation just about this because they said, how are all your dogs? And yeah, and, and I said, you know, we were talking about turning the back like 50 into one of those little parks where you can oh, rent yeah. it out. You know, people come and use it. Right. And I said, you know, it's only one person at a time. They said they had to close their dog park because, of course, the city ran it. And they never questioned whether or not any of the dogs are vaccinated. Oh. So all these dogs were getting sick. Yeah, you need so they to. had to shut it down. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, goes, the, and it cost them millions of dollars to clean it up. Yeah, that's a danger. I'm like, nah, I, I don't know if I'd bring my dog to a dog park. Not the biggest fan of dog parks, but still, you yeah, can't well, find the people for barking. I know it's God. so stupid. All right, we got, uh, I'm sure, more stupid stuff coming up in rapid fire. Some headlines too. <laughs> it's just minutes away. First time this week, actually. Stick around for that. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. First time this week, we're going to catch you up on what's going on in the world. Jen, what's going on? Maybe the first time out of these lips that you hear me say something really nice about a Michiganer. What? History. <laughs> Mark the tape, Diener. <laughs> I'm pressing F8 right now on the keyboard. <laughs> Mark it. Oh Mark my it. Gosh. A teenager. 13-year-old kid helped save his youngest sister from an alleged kidnapper. Whoa. The eight-year-old girl was mushroom hunting in the backyard in Alpena Township in Michigan, Boy, wherever things, that is. Things are different in Michigan, huh? Yeah, mushroom hunting. Okay. And, and according to the police, an unknown male appeared literally out of the woods. Oh, wow. Grabbed the little girl just oh, like you'd seen in the movie, put a hand over her mouth, wrapped his arms around her waist. The brother witnessed the whole thing. The kid happens to be a slingshot whiz. What? <laughs> Grabbed a rock, put it in the slingshot, boom, hit the kid in the guy in the head. He let go of the sister. The sister takes off. The kid decides, that's not enough. I'm going to shoot you again. Hits him a second time. The cops were able to identify him purely because of the marks that the kid left on the guy's body from the slingshot hits. Wow. They they And he said he was going to do horrific things to this little girl, unfortunately. Fortunately, he's off the street. He was 17 years old. Wow. Like, that this this guy that tried to the kidnapper take this little, was 17? Yeah, 17 years old. I'm not saying what his name is. Uh he is now being held in jail without bail and he's looking at a very long time in prison. It's like uh 
taken out Goliath with a slingshot. Yeah, really? The, the cop said if it wasn't for the brother, the, the guy probably would have gotten away with his sister. Wow. The little kid, like, clocked this guy. You have to see the mugshot because he's got, like, this big bloody cut on his head. Good. That's outstanding. <laughs> like, Give him I more. Love, I love this kid, so good for him. Well, I just good hear job. the kids still use slingshots. It's yeah. been, I haven't heard I that like in a that. long I time. Know, yeah. But, I mean, what a shot this kid's got to be that you hit somebody in the head with a slingshot. You gotta be a good shot, right? I would have kept slinging. That's yeah, all I'm gonna that's say. So true. Just keep shooting. Yep. Uh, GM is announcing the recall of nearly one million vehicles. Faulty airbags. How many airbag recalls have we heard of the past ten years? Takata was a the ton. one. Remember, Takata made uh-huh. all those airbags, and we found out one company made all the airbags for every car. It was yep. like, okay. This one is really relevant because it affects a lot of cars. So it affects Buick Enclave. Chevy Traverse, GMC Acadia vehicles, 2014 through 2017, with airbags made by ARC Automotive. Now, you wouldn't know that, but you can't look up what the airbag is. You're going to have to just call, you know, or look it up by VIN, and they'll be able to tell you that way. But keep Holy an eye cow. on that. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. That's so. scary that they that, that kind of stuff happens. Uh, you would think now full, they've got it down. This ARC, a full recall of 67 million of their airbag oh, inflators gosh. made before 2018. This affects a ton of cars on the road right now. Now, is it that they they inflate unannounced, or is it they don't inflate and don't inflate during an accident, or all of the above, or we don't know? It's another one of those shrapnel deals, like the, origi- oh like the original yeah. Takata problem. Right. Remember? Oh, God, yes. I know. I would get those text messages and the mailers and everything oh, all the time. You need urgent recall. I'm like, oh, my gosh, right. I get it. But what always makes it hard is that you have to go in between like 9 and 5 on Monday through Friday. Right. With everybody else. Right. Right. So you have to basically take a day off work just to get your airbag fixed. Right. If they can do it in a day. Right. Yeah. Well, there's that, too. Wow. So I don't know. Just keep an eye on that one for that recall because that's a big one. So I'm going all wild kingdom here, guys. Actually, oh. wild reptile kingdom, I guess. Okay. There was a woman. <laughs> this is just terrible. She was she was up in I, I think it was in Michigan, I believe. Another Michiganer. I think it was, yeah, there's another Michigan person here. She bought a new house, right? So all excited. She's been saving up money. She's finally. Oh, sorry, no, it was in Denver. Completely different part of the country. It was in Denver. Okay. So she's just trying to. All right, finally got my house. She gets in there. They move in. She has two kids with her. All of a sudden, they find a snake. And they're like, oh, this isn't good. You know, we just bought this house. There's a snake. And then another snake and another snake. There's snakes snakes in the walls. There's snakes under the house. They find... Now, to be fair, they're harmless gardener snakes. But the house ends up being infested with, they fear, hundreds of snakes. No, thank you. They think there's a den under the house. I'd be moving. They had to break (laughs) open the wall. There's snakes inside the wall. How creepy is that? And so people have told her, like, you need to move. She's like, how can I move? I just bought it and spent all my money. And First time, yeah, probably redid the house. That means wow. the contractor who did it let it go. They knew there were snakes in oh. there. They just didn't want to deal with them. They're how like, you nope, do that? drywall them up. Yeah, pretty much. Can you imagine? <laughs> no. How bad is that? No, That's no, awful. no, no, no. So no. now they, they started, I think somebody started, like, a GoFundMe page for her to help pay oh, for the repairs so. and everything. Because she has to, like, tear her house apart to get to these snakes. I, I guess the only good thing is you'll never have a rodent around. Well, you know. <laughs> no mice true. in that house. Yeah. No mice, no rats. No, no doubt but, about that. Uh, they got a lot of snakes. Nightmare, though. Holy cow. Okay, we were going to go. Bill and I were planning on taking a trip to Vegas to go see you two, even though he hates them. I was I going. I don't hate you two. <laughs> Where did that, <laughs> that come, come from? from? <laughs> I didn't think you 
like misplaced Bono. hate. I didn't think you like Bono. I like you too. Oh, okay, cool. Anyway, we were going to go see. We were that were being the operative word if we could afford the plane fare in the hotel, because now God knows what these tickets are going to cost. They are going to be the premiere act and the opening act for the MSG Sphere. You guys have seen the pictures oh, of this yeah. thing? Oh, yeah. It's a oh, big, this is huge the, round thing. The thing in Vegas, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's owned by Madison Square Garden. Oh. And I forget who else. Anyway, it Bono. is now it is <laughs> yeah. now worth more than the stadium that the Raiders play in. Really? It just surpassed. It is worth two. The MSG sphere is worth $2.3 billion dollars. Four hundred million more than what the Allegiant Stadium costs to wow. build. Now you saw the stadium being built, right? Yeah. So this thing is apparently and not nearly as stadium size. It's like a theater. Yeah. It's uh, it's U2's seventeen show residency starts there September 29th. It seats seventeen thousand people. It has a hundred and sixty-five. Is that what they said? Sixty-five different speakers. Everything's oh, in the round. So wow. whatever they show on video goes around the whole sphere. So and it's all 3D, so it's like you're totally immersed in whatever is taking place. So if it's not a concert, it's going to be something else. I'm sure those tickets won't be expensive at all. Can they only have a few billion dollars to make up. Can you imagine that? And uh wow. MSG thinks they'll make their money back in one week. Yeah, and it's yeah, really. it seats <laughs> 17,000 people. Oh, really? I'm surprised that's a whole arena. I'm surprised cuz most of the residencies are theaters now. So that's wow. And it was funny in the video I watched they asked people who were just even even residents of Las Vegas had no idea what it was. Wow. That's a big round thing. Do you know what it is? No, it's a big round thing. That's a th- they had no idea it was a concert venue. What I learned was the residents of Vegas hardly ever go to the strip. They avoid it like like poison. Yeah, they go to mm. all the little outside casinos. Yeah, there's a lot of it. They don't drive down there. Traffic yeah. on that street is horrific. Wow. Can't imagine. blame them. I know. <laughs> all right, well, this is a big story ongoing, and it kicked up over the weekend because Daniel Penny, um, this is from the Subway Chokehold. They're calling it a murder because they're putting him up on murder charges. Are the people calling him a hero here? They perp-walked him. Right in front of the courthouse. Put him yeah. in handcuffs, perp-walked him to appease the, the the crazed mob against this, even though witnesses on the on the train said he probably saved our lives. Because this uh, Jordan Neely was threatening to kill somebody on the train. Jordan Neely, the guy that was arrested yeah. uh, 40 prior times, and many of them for assault and battery and violent assaults, actually. Well, Penny's got a lot of a lot of support so far in the country. Money for his defense f- uh, fund from online donors... A legal defense fund, and have raised over $2 million so far. Wow. From 25,000 donors. So that tells you that a lot of these are small donations. People just wanted, they, they don't want to see this happen to the guy. And it's it, his sister did a video, and she did an interview, and she said, you know, here's a guy that was, oh, he, he's a hero. He served our country. He saved these people's lives, and you're charging him with murder. This is crazy. He is was, it murder or manslaughter? Well, manslaughter. Manslaughter. He was released on $100,000 bond back in due in court on July 17th. His lawyer is the guy that ran against Alvin Bragg for the DA office and lost to him, obviously. But he has, I bet you he's doing this for absolute free. I I hope so. But uh, the question is, can he get a fair trial in New York? No. That's the thing. It's just amazing. That's where it's going to be. How how has New York come to this? They're prosecuting a guy who... Was t- trying to defend people on the subway. And once again, what's the video clip edited that most people have seen? Just the chokehold. Right. 
Not the beginning of it, nope. what led to it. Not the end of it, where they tried to recover him. Him and two other people on the train. Right. And all the tra- there are there are apparently reportedly dozens of witnesses on this that said that he did a. It, we thanked him for it. And that's why he's. But you're not get hearing off. about that. No, no, of course not. Well, hopefully you'll hear it in the courtroom. Right. You have the witnesses who are happy. Unbelievable. Jeez. Oh boy. Well, that's uh, that story's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. That's nope. for sure. Well, sticking with my Wild Kingdom theme, guys, to finish off Rapid Fire. Uh-oh. There was a, there was an alligator. Maybe, I don't know, five, six feet. Oh, it's a nothing, baby. Yeah, nothing too crazy. <laughs> Walking through a Pinellas Park Publix. Oh, we just <laughs> wanted to go shopping. I think so. A sub day. Yeah, that's all right. Everybody wants a sub sometimes. You yeah. get the ultimate, get the boar's head. That's good stuff. <laughs> He's going <laughs> stroll through the parking lot. So, of course, people call police. And thankfully, they were able to get him. He didn't cause any trouble. I just really think he wanted a sub. But the wild sure. FWC came out, they tied him up, they brought him back to the body nearest body of water, and he went on his way. It really is amazing to watch them catch this thing because they do it in, like, expedient amount of time. It's like, yeah. oh, my God, if you've done this, you could tell they've done it before. It tells you how many gator encounters they have. Yeah. Probably just, multiple times a day, you would think. They yeah. picked it up like a rug. <laughs> Carry it you know. and stuck it in the pond. It's like, come like, on. Oh, my God. I think it's actually making national news. I saw this. They actually oh, reported funny. earlier on Fox. Where was this one again? This was in uh, Pinellas Park. Mm. Over the West Coast, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Again, just, everything happens on everything's I, been happening crazy, on the West Coast, right? I'll never move to that side of the state. Think of the weird things that happen here, and just like multiply it, like put fertilizer on that. And that's what happens on the West Coast. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it is just that wow. much different. It is funny though. There's a picture of me just kind of strolling through the parking lot. I, I mean, you know, he wanted some, a sub. I think you're right. <laughs> it was it was a bogo day. You, you know, know what? Bogos, yeah. Yeah. And it was Mother's Day. Maybe he was gonna go try to make his wife happy. <laughs> he wants right. some flowers. Mother. Who knows? Hello, mom. Poor Gator. <laughs> All right, well, imagine uh, waking up and finding your bank account overdrawn by a billion dollars. Oh, no. How does that happen? Tap into this lady. Oh, come on. And we've got, uh, talk about national stories. Our little uh, local shark bite victim from Fort Pierce. Yeah. Was just on the Today Show. It's, it's, I think it's got a lot to do with the fact that she's a very pretty young lady. Right, and maybe. She's very brave. Bull shark. God. We'll update you on that, too, coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It went under her and straight to me and got my stomach first. And I tried blocking it with my arm and my hand and it kind of just slipped in and got my finger and my arm. And it like swooped around and got my leg again. I don't think if I was attacked by a bull shark, I'd be so peppy. But a little Ella Reed certainly is from Fort Pierce. Yeah, she's uh, 13 year old and uh, she was at uh, the Fort Pierce Inlet State Park. 
And I guess this happened Thursday. Friday, she was back, even though she had all these stitches in her body. Oh, yeah, went right back on crutches to the beach. Uh, yeah, she basically said uh, she was in waist-deep water, and I guess she saw the whole thing. She said it was. she believes it was a, a four-foot bull shark. She said the thing attacked her. There's Because yeah. there's no doubt about it. It came right at me. I'm thinking, okay, you always laugh at me and you say, these shark bites are like, you know, oh, they, they mistakenly thought you were a turtle. <laughs> no, they thought you were a person. And she was like... You know, again, waist deep, like you said, and just just standing. So it's not like she was floating above the water. And no no reports from her of spear fishing or any pier nearby. So that's, that's even more horrifying, isn't it? But they say, is it true that bull sharks are the most uh, aggressive? I think that's what they say. And she she, you know, the, the experts looked at the bite she has in her sides, so like a big, not a chunk, but a big bite. And they said, yeah, that's probably a bull shark. She was right. Okay. They can estimate about four feet. Yeah. What's even more amazing is she walks out of the water. Oh, yeah. She's got bites on her stomach, on her arm, on her leg. She's got blood pouring out of her everywhere. And her girlfriend goes, oh, get on the golf cart. I'll drive you home. <laughs> Tough kids. <laughs> so you may wonder, Jen, you know, wow. when, it, when it finally does happen, when you get bit by a bull shark, what's it going to feel like? Nah, didn't feel anything really? until later. It was adrenaline. It, it didn't really hurt in the first part because, like, all the adrenaline was just, like, yeah, I don't know. We are so shocked. We didn't even know. See? So don't oh, worry. Yeah. So you're not going to feel a thing. Don't it's, worry about it's it. It's kind of like when you get cut with a razor blade. Yeah. You don't realize it until you see the blood running down yeah. your leg. Until you're bleeding out. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. So it's a national story. She was on the Today Show about 15, 20 minutes ago. Good for her. Happy as hell. Just, it, yay. It, her and her mom. And her mom said when she came home, she goes, we thought she was kidding at first when she said she got bit by a shark. Yeah, thought it was a prank. And she said once we realized it wasn't a prank. I guess they took her, there's a, like a fire station really close. They took her to the fire station and they got her to the hospital and she's going to be fine. But her first comment was, well, the minute the stitches are out, I'm going back to the beach. Kid loves the water. It's good to heal. You I, know, the salt water. It does. I know. I was like, maybe you should go in with the stitches. Maybe she goes, she goes in with you. That would be, you know, you should go in and take her hand. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Jen throws her in the water. I'm not going. <laughs> I'll go to the beach as long as I can see the bottom. I can see it coming. It's like, I'm telling you, every time I go to the beach, ask Olivia, every time I go to the beach, they call us out of the water because of sharks. Oh, I know. It's, it's, it's you. It's like they follow me. So, no, I've had enough issues. I don't need any more. Well, imagine this situation. You woke up one day. Like this New Jersey woman to find your bank is bank accounts overdrawn. It's happened to everybody. By almost one hundred billion dollars. Oh come on, who makes that kind of mistake? Patricia Conlon <laughs> is talking about the bank making the mistake. Something about her recently deceased husband, which is sad. But how do you clear this up? I saw that there was a number there, a negative $99,999,999,999 negative. Wow. One of the people I spoke to mumbled something about a deceased account holder. How would you like Mumbled. to talk to the account? I don't know what bank it is, by the way, but talk to somebody with a, a customer representative about this, trying to explain that one. But, you know, why would you even have to explain it? Right. Just look at the <laughs> thing. You know like, it's not right. I think it was a Chase. It was Chase Bank. Was it really? Yeah, but she said she had to talk to a couple of people. I'm thinking all it should take is one phone call. Look at my bank account. It's $100 billion overdrawn. Who has that kind of money? When was the last time you talked to a bank customer service representative on the phone? 
Not long ago, actually. I'm sorry, ma'am. I have to follow my script. (laughs) I I love those people. Can can we talk to you about our extra special savings account? No! Explain the $100 billion! I I love the ones when they go, I understand what you're saying. No, you don't understand what I'm saying! I can't stand that. I can't stand it. Just start to help me with my problem. And then they read you a statement. It's like, and you're like, you're right. You want to just reach in the phone, <laughs> grab them by the throat, and say, "Just listen to me." You can hear them turning the script, I know, like clicking to the next page. Drives me nuts. Don't get me going. I'm very sorry like to hear wife. that, Miss Ross. I'm very sorry. <laughs> How can I help you with it? <laughs> Fix my account. And the, I want a customer representative. I keep on hitting zero. Then oh, they cut you off. <laughs> There's all kinds of freakouts about the new uh, Twitter CEO. Why? Because she came from NBC. Well, you know, maybe she left NBC because she is like Elon. You should have seen it over the weekend. Elon, don't do this to us. <laughs> and really? he's like, calm down. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> How would you like down. to buy the uh, the Cheers bar? The actual would... bar from the set of Cheers. It's for, well, auction. I If I had the money, yeah, I think I would. This is one of those things I would buy. It, it looks awesome, yeah. too. I'll tell you about that as well. Next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. You know, I hear that everything in the last couple of days is going rather smoothly, given what the concerns were. And the bottom line, however, is that the issue of immigration falls squarely within the responsibility of the United States Congress. It's going great. What do you mean? Yeah, I hear. So all this it. stuff you've seen on TV, that no. That's fake. That's not happening. CGI stuff, Bill. As a matter of fact, uh, we're just watching Fox News here, and they're, wa- they're looking at all these people who are sleeping. I think it's outside Brownsville, Texas, and El Paso. They're literally... Like it looks like it's a back alley, yeah. and they've taken these blankets that the border patrol agents have given them, and they use them as like makeshift tents. And there's hundreds of people just sleeping in this alley behind the, I, the, I guess the immigration center. I don't know, and they're waiting. It's such a sad situation. It it just is. It's it's really bad all the way around. And that that little cut there from Kamala over the weekend. Oh, that's a be- That's the trifecta of baloney. First of all, and I missed this the first time. I hear that things are going very smooth. You're the borders are, and you're not going. You've never been there. You're the no. bo- you've you are the official border czar. You have no clue what's going on. Did you see the interview with the, our leader of the free world, uh, President Biden, on his bicycle? Oh yeah. And one of the reporters special. says, "Well, aren't you going to go to the border?" And he looked at me and he goes, "The border? Me? Uh, no." <laughs> And I went, okay, well, that kind of ends that question. But he was, like, shocked that she actually had the nerve to ask, am I going to the border? What, are you crazy? Am I going to the border? I come on. Are you kidding me? Kamala, I hear everything's fine, and it's it's smooth and great. That's the second the second piece of that. And then at the end, oh, well, that's Congress's fault. It's not her fault. Right it's out not- of the talking points, right wow. out of the meeting that they had to discuss this. Just play, ma'am. Blame everything on Congress. So let me ask you the this. People How many, will believe it. It's I was gonna, fine. Do you, I was going to ask, do you think people are going to believe that? That they're going to blame Congress for this it, now, and not this administration? Now I don't know. Now because it's it's too big of a story to ignore, so it's on everybody's TV. It's on everybody's phone. It's, it's you, see the, you see what's happening at the border. I don't know. It may be just too obvious to believe a lie like that. I, I don't know. It's like, come on, people. You're going to blame Congress for this? <laughs> You know, you blame Trump for putting the wall up, right? But you're right. not going to blame true. this administration for creating this mayhem and this 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 bill of goods that you sold to all of these immigrants who want to come here for a better life. And what are you doing? You're shipping them off to some city where they don't know anybody, 
and you're shipping, then you get shipped from the city to a suburb and the suburb doesn't want you. Well, that's one fine how you'd been come to the United States and have a great life. So, uh, it's 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 horrible what we're doing to these people. So this was interesting. The the bus trips are continuing, including now three. We had one on Friday, right when we were on the air. A busload of migrants, I think from Texas, dropped off on Kamala Harris's front stoop in D.C. <laughs> there have been three now, three busloads. I, I just want one of them to walk up and go, hello, <laughs> do, do you have any lemonade for, for us? Maybe some scones? Well, they'd run, something. Away, run away as soon as she answers the door. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, Dios mío, I'm getting out of here. You know what? See, now here's the difference between she and I. If I were the immigration czar and they were dropping people off in front of my house, I'd have a lemonade stand set up outside. Yeah, she Come on over. Right. Welcome to the United States. You want to make a statement? Go ahead. Yeah. But no, I hear. I hear. And then the president says, me, go to the border. Now that ain't happening. The border? (laughs) Please give me a break. That's handled. Wow. All right, whatever craziness built better news way better news distracting news weekend box office chris pratt is pretty much the uh box office czar he's once again one and two in box office movies guardians is huge again 60 made more six sixty and a half million dollars holy cow what is coming out in the near future that's going to dethrone it Dina, you guys know you guys more know more about this stuff. There's got to be another Marvel movie coming what are the summer movies there's that spider-man thing but that barbie movie how That's long is July? Gonna, how long I is that going to last, though? That's going to be a one-hit wonder, I think. Well, the next big one coming out, and I, I don't know if it's going to make this much money, but the next big title is uh, the Little Mermaid. Oh, that Live I totally action. forgot about it. And then about oh, a week well, and a half, my granddaughter yeah. has anything to do with it. It ain't going to be big. So apparently, they're test marketing this thing with the, uh, just like you two had talked about, with the kids' reactions to I, some my of kids the. Don't want to see it. Some of the, I guess you call them live-action characters. Yeah, they're scary. Like they're scaring kids in the in the test yeah. markets. They took the trailer of the Little Mermaid before when we saw Guardians a couple of weeks ago right. last weekend. They didn't show uh, the little friends too much. Oh no, they're yeah, scary. Nora's petrified, and she's five. She was pissed. She goes, "I don't like Flounder. He scares me." <laughs> right. And I haven't even se- I hadn't even seen it. But we were at Wally World and Walmart, and they had a poster, and she was like, "Ariel looks weird." Sebastian is okay. Flounder is scary. And the bird, what's the bird's name? I, the pelican. Scuttle. Scuttle. Yeah. She goes, he's kind of okay. But that's about the only thing. She goes, I don't want to go see it. The problem is they changed the way everyone looked. Right. Say what you want to say about, you know, uh, Halle Bailey, you know, choosing a, a black actress to play uh, Ariel. She's great, I think. She so. is great. But the problem is you have little kids who don't understand why she looks different. Right. And they're confused. And when you're confusing your core audience, which is four to ten years old, they're they're not going to want to see something that they're confused by. They don't understand why Ariel looks different and why the fish and everybody look different. It, it doesn't look the same, so they don't want to see it. There's yeah. three young kids, your two, Jen's one, that don't want to see this thing. Multiply that by millions. Yeah. I don't know. This thing may bomb. Who knows? I mean, heck, if I'm confused about something, I want to watch it. Right. I mean, it's hard to get somebody into something if they're confused. I was, I was kind of surprised, though. That, and and it was funny because Diener talked about his kids first saying they, were, they weren't crazy about the characters and the animated ones, the fish and the lobster and the crab or whatever they are. And then Nora came out and she said she was petrified of flounder because she flounder loves looks flounder. Like, you know what they're calling it? Meth flounder. Oh my god! I hate, to say it, I hate to say it, but the look of this thing looks like a meth fish. Meth flounder. It's what they're saying. <laughs> People are saying, Jen. Well, you can't go wrong with this classic. 
is where they're oh, one of the God. greatest all-time sitcoms of all time for writing and acting and everything was Cheers, right? Without a doubt. Remember the actual bar from the set, which could, is a real bar. You can have it now. Wouldn't you know what? If if money were an object, you know, we always ask who buys these guitars and stuff and these shirts yeah. and these shoes and you know from like Freddie Freddie Mercury or a, you know a John Lennon. This is something. If money weren't an issue, I would buy and say put it in my bar. So there's a, it's going on the auction block from Dallas for some reason. I don't know why it's there. And they saved it, preserved it perfectly like on the show. And it's a real bar because the camera, they did a video on it that we posted on the uh, morning show blog. You walk around the thing and you can see all the little knickknacks and items that were in there the whole time, like things from Sam Malone and his Red wow. Sox jacket. And, and they say on this one, Kirstie Alley like engraved her name in the bar. That's awesome. So, and you know, since she's no longer with us, that's a big deal. Here's, uh, here's Cliffy. John Ratzenberger talking about it. Uh, you know, what was your reaction? You'll hear the question here when you found out it was preserved. And he was happy. That's a rarity, I guess. So, what was your reaction when you heard it was going up for auction? I was, I was personally pleased that they they weren't throwing it away and burning it because that's in Hollywood. That's mostly what happens. And then they, I found this later wow. on in the interview. They were talking about some of the newer cast members that came in because it, it was long running. They had a couple of changes. <laughs> they asked him about Woody Harrelson, <laughs> where he got his start, right? Listen to this. Woody, Woody, Woody marches to the beat of his own kazoo. <laughs> but it works. But it works. <laughs> I can remember he was just so different than everybody else and so dumb. Oh, yeah. Oh, remember how dumb the, ca- the character was oh, yeah. that he played? I was like, oh, my God. And then, I love. mean, then you had uh, the doc. What was the... What? Oh. You had so many spinoffs from this show. What Chris was his Lloyd? Name? Oh, Frazier. Frazier. Oh, yeah, oh I think my God, Frazier. Doc yeah. Lilith. <laughs> and then his wife. Yeah, I mean, right. all of them started on that show. It was Just great. a great show. So anyway, you look it up. You can buy 100000 is the beginning uh, bid for the auction for the bar. Well, okay, that's a little. <laughs> so it'll go millions. <laughs> yeah, and other things up, Bunker's living room from All in the Family. Imagine and, that, that and, bad carpet and everything. Oh, my God, and those chairs. And then from 1966, Batman series, the Batman and Robin costumes. That would, they're the ones that Adam West wore. Oh, my God. The real cheesy tights. Yeah, well, he was a little bit plumpy, too. It oh, yeah. Like, it wasn't like he was, he had the dad, perfect dad bod for Batman. It was like, Adam, we're going to put you in this tight for the TV show. You want to do some sit-ups or something? No. Nah. It's the 60s. <laughs> All right, I keep uh, running out of time for this story, but uh, apparently people are all upset about the new Twitter CEO. Big backlash. Elon, what are you doing to us? Well, don't you think he knows? I know. And can you imagine crashing a plane simply for the YouTube clicks? This guy's going to jail. And I hope they throw the book at him. It's coming up next. The Self-Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Oh, my gosh. Get me out of this. I guess I should... Probably document what's going on. Yeah. I cut my finger pretty bad. Got my elbow. I'm just so happy to be alive. I love it. I guess I should document this. That's the sound of a YouTuber who purposefully crashed his plane for views. He's going to go to jail for a long time. I I hope they throw the book at this guy. And they here's will. the thing. You know what? Uh, it happened in California. What was it? What was the name? Yeah, something like that. Uh, his last name, his name's Jacob. His last name's Trevor Jacob. He's He is facing up to 20 years in prison for what he did. Now, <laughs> he uh, and you have to watch. Did we put the video up, Diener? 
The video's up on our blog at 850WFTL.com. Check it out. And it, when he got to the part where he was like Bear Grylls, living off the land at night, he's washing his face saying he, he, he crash lands the plane. He jumps out of it before it crashes, happens to have a parachute with him. Oh. There happens to be like 10 cameras on the plane oh, as you don't it's say. going down. As he's parachuting out, all of a sudden a selfie stick appears, and he, of course, has to film the whole descent. And he lands, and it's like, oh, I've walked so far. I'm so tired, and I'm so thirsty, and I might know, but I heard a cow. And I'm like, oh, my God, let's play this up a little bit more. So then he turns like into survivor mode. I finally turned it off. It was nighttime, and he was he was drinking out of some river. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. I love the uh, turn of events here. It originally happened, like we said, Los Padres National Forest that he crashed a plane into, which could have caused a massive wildfire, by the way. Yes, thank you very much. Let alone killing somebody below. It was December of 2021, okay? And then he posts the clip on YouTube. You know what the title is? I crashed my plane. Oh, lovely. <laughs> and well, then, the, it, so critics look at this thing as a lot of skepticism. They finally, 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 somebody contacts the FAA and they said they finally agreed, yeah, it might be kind of odd he was wearing a parachute. Maybe we will investigate, which leads to this. It was clear as day did this on purpose. Yeah, he finally, I guess he finally admitted to it, not realizing, you know what, you're going to get in a lot of trouble for purposely crashing a plane. But they said the biggest thing was, number one, he put a parachute on. But number two, he never called like a mayday. Like, no. I'm going down to help. I need help. No, he's you just know, like. This is where I am. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> like, Start the cameras. It was like, oh, my God. So it could be a maximum sentence of up to 20 years. I think they should give him 25 just out of spite. He's about to, in L.A. County Court, he's about to have his uh, have his court <sighs> appearance and defend himself. <laughs> Jeez. You know what? It's it's just just because he wanted to be a YouTube star. Oh, exactly. Right. You can't tell me this isn't like a mental thing. You know, well, it, it's it narcissism. Is, these people and you, money, by the way, because he had. I was going to say, well, how much money well, does this guy have that this, he can crash a plane? No, money from YouTube because you can make a lot of money if you've got that many hits. And this thing got what three and a half, four million hits. Yeah, got a lot of hits. So. Well, he was planning, on, I would assume he was planning on going on after this to be an aviation star of sorts. I don't know. Sure. But uh, get enough money to crash your plane. Nice move, buddy. Unbelievable. <laughs> I crashed. But at least he, it's funny, though, that he, he willingly gave it up. I guess once they found all the cameras, it's like, okay, is it convenient that you film this whole thing? Mm-hmm. Why, why would you do that? So. Well, a lot of controversy online. Oh, God. Elon, how could you do this to us? What uh, is he doing? Until he finally had to say, everybody calm down and give it a chance. The newly announced Twitter CEO, Linda Yaccarino, is giving her thanks to Elon Musk on the platform. She says she is inspired by the vision to create a brighter future. Everybody's upset because she, she came from NBC, NBC Universal. Okay, and she said she was kind of a little bit, a little bit gung ho on the pandemic uh, lockdown issue. Yeah, but uh, but that's not why she's here. I've seen other places though where she, she and Elon were on same like the same board or on the same panel for certain things. She interviewed him, and she, but she thinks like him. He said she thinks like me, right? You know, and you know maybe she had to curtail her thoughts at NBC because it's a less conservative you know environment than Twitter is, but still. I, people are, he's right, give her a chance. I, I would assume that if she doesn't perform, he's going to fire her anyway. I 
think he's too heavily invested in this thing now, and he loves it, and he believes that much in free speech and communication, he's not going to let this thing tank. He's just not going to. Yeah, what is she there for? She's there to make money. Oh, okay. She was the chair of global advertising and partnerships with NBC Universal, like the head salesperson. Oh. I don't know how much he's hiring her for, but that's why she's there. Because this thing isn't going to be around if it's not making money. Well, and and she must have gotten a great little package if she left NBC. Can you NBC. imagine? Yeah, I, I'm sure if, you know, revenue goes up this way and you get X amount of dollars, yeah, I'm sure there's... There's all kinds of incentives for her. Wow. Good for her. We'll see what she does. You know what? Maybe she was instrumental in the Tucker situation. I wonder. You know, who knows? She's going to be selling ads for him. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. That's going to be happening. He also is- said uh, throughout this entire thing and Elon telling people on Twitter to relax for a little bit and give it a chance. He said, as she helps us, uh, you know, transform Twitter into he's going to call it X. The entire thing is going to be called X soon. The everything app, he said. That was the first time he released that tagline. Kind of like SpaceX. He wants everything X. And his kid X. Isn't his kid named X? Yeah, it was X something else or other. The everything child. (laughs) Can you imagine? Wow. How smart are his kids? I can. Well, you hope so. You can really, yeah. What if you got a dumb one? Mm. <laughs> it's kind of like you know being. It's kind of like being Tom Brady's son and not liking football. I I don't know how know, that works. Right? I don't know. It's going to be rough. We've got rapid fire coming up just past the bottom of the hour. More headlines, more stuff you need to know. Stick around for that. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's rapid fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Busy day already. You should probably know some stuff before you head into the world. What's going on, Jen? Or hit the road for Memorial Day weekend. According to AAA, 2.4 million Floridians are going to travel 50 miles or more on Memorial Day weekend. Really? 172,000 more than last year. Well, that's wow. so, soon, too. So if, yeah, it's not this weekend. Two weeks. It's next weekend. Holy Outstanding. Uh, 2.1 million are going to drive 137 more than 1,000 more than last year. 208 are forecast to fly. Now, on that note, if you're flying, Southwest pilots have authorized a strike. It doesn't mean it's imminent, though, because Southwest says we got it taken care of. Wow. So Two weeks before a holiday yeah, weekend? Yeah, well, they're saying their members approved a strike mandate by 99%, by the way. It wasn't like only a few of them decided to go for the strike. Mm. They're saying it's not going to be like this week. It could be like in months. It could be in a year. Uh, Southwest says, oh, don't worry about it. We got uh, negotiations are ongoing. We got under control. All right, when so, Southwest says, don't worry about it, I'd, I'd worry about I'd it. Worry about it. So when, when 99% of them vote for yeah. a strike, right. they got a problem. All right, well, this is... Uh, Big and ongoing story. Who knows where it goes from here? But Daniel Penny, that's his name, that's the Marine, involved in the the chokehold death of the homeless guy that was threatening people on the train in New York. Well, he was officially officially charged and perp-walked over the weekend. He showed up, surrendered himself. Second-degree manslaughter charges in New York. But listen to the money he has for his defense fund so far from online donors. Over $2 million. Good for him. His lawyer started to fund and has raised that amount of money from mostly small donations except one very notable one. Presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy put in ten grand. Is that really? Himself. Wow. How do you think he feels about the issue? Well, you know what? What did you say? They had uh, uh, people on the train are now coming forward saying that he was. They were being threatened, right? Reportedly, many people on that train ready to talk about Jordan Neely, sadly the guy who died, threatening people. 
said he was set, said he was announced he was going to kill somebody on the train, oh, according lovely. to some witnesses. So, you know, the, the nice Marine steps up, grabs the guy, holds him down so he doesn't kill somebody else, and unfortunately the man dies. I, I just hate that they did the walk outside the courthouse in the clearly visible handcuffs, surrounded by the cops, you know, to appease the mobs. That have been protesting ever since. Sure. Just re- preposterous. That's what the, the our leaders do. Appease the mob. God, it's crazy. Interesting, though. Penny's lawyer is the guy that lost their DA's race in Manhattan to Alvin Bragg. Yeah, right. He has a vested him. interest in this, and I'm, I'm <laughs> sure he's representing him for free. Oh, man. I hope so. It is amazing to see how much his GoFundMe uh, campaign has gone up. So far. Yeah. But just real quick, too, you talked about uh, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy there yeah. giving 10 grand. Do you think that prompts Trump or DeSantis to put in money as well? Because I saw DeSantis put out a statement over the weekend saying that we stand behind him and all this stuff. Interesting. I don't know. It's DeSantis, interesting if they will. No. Trump, yeah. maybe. DeSantis, no. Uh, hmm. he, Penny, by the way, was released on $100,000 bond. He's back in court on July 17th. So this is going to go this is going to be ongoing. I can't believe he's only 24. You see his picture. He looks, looks older. Like, yeah. He looks a lot older. Wow. Uh, well, I'm going little guy too. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um I'm going sports here, guys. Sports. Uh-oh. Sports. Sports, huh? Oh, yes, because well, we got to address the elephant in the room here because yeah, it's because, coming. Right, well, and you know, it's coming. isn't this like the third year this has happened? <laughs> yes. Of recent year, 3 yeah. out of uh, in the last 4 years. Right. Yeah. And then it was in, in earlier years as well. Do we count the bubble year? It counts. Oh. I mean, they were there. They played. And I just want to forget everything that happened in, the, uh, in 2020. It was there. And of course, it we're, was there. We're talking about the Boston Celtics, Bill Celtics, and my Miami Heat once again meeting up in the Eastern Conference Finals. I, was, I knew it. I had said to Bill, I'm like, I feel like it's destiny. It's going to happen again. And here we are. The Heat as an eight seed, only the second eight yeah. seed in NBA history to go to the Conference Finals. But they got hot at the right time, no pun intended. And the Celtics have looked great all season long. They got to where everybody expected them to be, including myself. And now we have a rematch of last year's Eastern Conference Finals, and we're going to see who comes out on top again to go to the finals. I'm just going to tell you, because we know that the NBA is fixed. Yes. It is. It'll go seven. It's the most fixable sport. It'll either go seven, but I'm just telling you right now, who knows really what's going to happen, but the NBA is salivating for a Celtics Lakers with LeBron finals. The only hope that I have as a Heat fan and other You're going to have fans, to overcome the refs. Over- and I'm saying this is a Celtics I know, fan. It's sad, isn't it? we got to overcome the refs and the slanted calls, which I hate to even say that. And i got to hope that the Denver Nuggets, who are playing the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, because oh, yes, the, the Lakers. Lakers have gotten that far with LeBron James. The NBA will guarantee. This may be LeBron's <laughs> last chance. The NBA will guarantee. They'll deflate the, t- they'll deflate the tires right. on the Nuggets' wing, uh, plane. A no. lot, there'll be a lot more money had if it's the Celtics <laughs> and the Lakers. The Nuggets have to, oh, absolutely, especially with LeBron and the Lakers. The Nuggets have to go up 2-0 in that series, and then maybe the, <laughs> then the rest the will back shot. Game one Wednesday, these are late games. Jen, I'm just letting you know. And also, oh, sh- shout out to the Florida Panthers for making their second conference finals of franchise history. First, Good 1996 was the last time they made 27 it. 27 years. My wow. Lord. Good for them. Good. So Who are they playing? Who do they here? play next? Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, and we do not know when the game is not released the schedule. Let's go, Whaler Canes. <laughs> the old Whalers. <laughs> the Hartford Whalers, That's baby. Right. The Whaler Canes. They're coming. You're going down, <laughs> Diener. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Diener. We'll see. Exciting times. Hopefully it has an exciting finish more. Oh, gosh. We'll, well see. Late you games. Did, you yeah. did Wild Kingdom last time. I'm going to do it this time. Two Florida deputies, the Lachua County Sheriff's deputies, cruising along, and on the side of the road, they see a hawk. 
laying on its side on the sidewalk. Little legs kicking. No, no. And they couldn't understand what was going on, so they stopped. They got their body cameras on. They got gloves on, and the guy goes, oh, my God. He says, we got to do something. We got we to gotta save the red-shouldered hawk. Oh, wow. The hawk had decided to eat a very large racer snake, black racer. I see those a lot, actually, down here. They're good. They eat critters. They're, yeah. they're good snakes. They're non-venomous. Right. You need them. They, they, well, so did the hawk. But the problem was the, the hawk wasn't as big as the snake. Oh, no. And the snake wrapped around the hawk and was killing it. Wow. And the cops see it laying on the side of the sidewalk, like literally gasping for breath by the time they got there. So they untangled the snake from the hawk. Really? Yeah. They let the snake go, and then they put the hawk down and just laid there. And the guy goes, come on, buddy. Come on. And wow. he's like, he's poking it. He's like, come on, don't <laughs> bite me. And all of a sudden, the hawk jumped up and he flew he away. So he saved everybody. I got to say, of course, you know, nice save story there. But credit to the hawk, because those black racers are lightning fast. I know. So that's a good catch. Well, well hawks. He almost lost his life because <laughs> of it. But thanks to the cops, he's alive. Well, that's good. Uh, this is kind of cool. They did it last year, I know, and they picked it up again because I think it was a success. So if you got got uh, teenagers roaming around your house pretty soon here, out of school, you don't know what the heck to do with them, send them to Planet Fitness. Oh, why? Free passes to high school students who want to work out in their gyms this summer. Wow. That's, re- that's really good marketing. Okay. It's good marketing, but can I tell you guys? <laughs> oh, I no. Go, I go to Planet Fitness. Oh, no. the ki- Oh, they're the all hanging out, take taking over. selfies. It's like a high school cafeteria in there. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. So go bother Diener and take up the bench space. Yep. I'm telling you. Either that or sit on, you know, one of the... Uh, and they uh, sit there and they and they, they just, they're, they're squatters. And I don't mean the workout squat. They'll, they'll just squat a group of them out of one machine and they take up all the space. They probably have uh, the worst gym etiquette of anybody. They do. They really, because they don't know any better. The kids. It's, they lower the year too. It's not just like upper high school kids. 14 to 19 oh, year olds. No. Here I am trying to bring a nice thing to the community and Dean <laughs> just, Diener's. I crushed it, I'm sorry. Dumped it. <laughs> It is a nice community story, and it's gonna so, it's gonna run through the end of August. When we have the story oh, no. where mob where mad mob of teenagers attack <laughs> on treadmill, they were throwing weights at each other. <laughs> we can see we can blame Diener. Middle aged Port St. Lucie man in jail today. <laughs> I've just oh, had no. enough. All I wanted was the bench. <laughs> Damn kids! Come on, get out of well, my way. That is nice though. That's good. Hey, at least they're off the streets. Yeah, keep them out of trouble. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So this is a really interesting idea, and I want to get you guys' take on it. Jay-Z, of course, has kind of got away from the rap game over the years, has got more into ownership with the Brooklyn Nets and entrepreneurs type stuff. His company, Rock Nation, has now explored the idea of bringing casinos to Times Square. They want to bring casinos owned by his company, who, by the way, Jay-Z's already a billionaire at this point. I mean, good for him. He's built himself up the way he has. To bring now casinos owned by Rock Nation to Times Square. He just wants to make more money. A lot of money. You're gonna <laughs> a need lot. A, you're going to need a lot of security. Yeah. There's going to be every degenerate in the world trying to get in there. I think on the surface, it's it's a really intriguing idea, but man, that... Uh, that's that's going to be quite the scene in Times Square with a, with a oh, casino. Remember when they cleaned up Times Square the first time in right. the early 90s? The first, the sign that it was back was the Disney store opened. Yes. And people were like, oh, what? <laughs> Next to all the drug dealers? But they cleaned it up. So maybe this is a sign of things to come. Maybe. Because they need to clean it up again. Yes. It's a they need money. Yeah.
It's well, our it money. Be a and lot of money coming they're in. Ti- they're tired of Connecticut and New Jersey stealing it all. That's How about right. that, though, for an idea? That's it. But that's, that, is it okay to, can you gamble in New York City? They got to pass a law first, well, don't they? They got online gambling. I don't know. I think you can do it there. Okay, you're right, though, Jen. I can see it happening because they could, they could replace the uh, the tax base they're losing with people exiting that place. Right. Yeah, they all right. leave to go to, to either go to Connecticut or right. either go to New Jersey to go gamble. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they're going to they're gonna make a lot more money. We'll see if it happens. It'll happen. We'll see. All right, coming up next. Well, we know what's going to happen to those old Bed Bath & Beyond buildings. Th- this really amazes me. <laughs> Spirit Halloween. No, close. No, uh, close. <laughs> wait, wait till you hear what's going inside. I was kind of shocked, actually. Bill was not. I was. The new, the new sport that's sweeping the nation. Just think, keep that in really? mind. Really? Yes. Okay. That's not the only retail place that's going to be empty, though. What are they going to do with the other one? I don't know. Yeah. We'll talk about it yet. we got the latest on the border, too. Coming up next, the self Load Morning Show. Keep it here. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You know, I hear that everything in the last couple of days is going rather smoothly, given what the concerns were. And the bottom line, however, is that the issue of immigration falls squarely within the responsibility of the United States Congress. The United States Border Patrol has experienced a 50% drop in the number of encounters versus what we were experiencing earlier in the week. Wow, if you listen to those two, numbers are down, border's fine, she hears... Hears, hasn't seen it. She hears everything's going smoothly. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically any problems you see, that's Congress's fault. That's Congress. For the first yeah. time ever, by the <laughs> way. Uh, because they squarely blamed Trump for all of the inhumane things that he did at the border. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, this administration, no. Uh, let me see. The vice president has been. president even said yesterday, nah, nah, I'm, I'm not going to the border. He basically, why, they why asked him when that? he was on the bicycle. You pointed this out before and he scoffed. He's, he like, actually, he's like, the border. It's, yeah. it's exactly what he said. He was, you think I'm going to the border? Uh, no, that's not happening. I'm like, okay, great. And she says, I hear. All right, what you should hear and what you should see is that these facilities where they house people who are seeking asylum are at, I think they said 450% above capacity. Whoa. Above. 450. And that wasn't a mistake. 450% above capacity. They showed one center that was supposed to house 175 people. I think it had like 700-something people in it. They're just slamming people into these places just to get them out of the conditions that they're sleeping in outside, only to be smooshed together inside. But at least they're inside. They're out of the elements, and it's air-conditioned. It, it, it makes no sense. But everything's great. It's fine. Uh, the El Paso Processing Center, six times max capacity, and that was a different one. 
Uh, and the third busload of migrants dropped off outside Kamala's DC home. I would. I want one of them just go. <laughs> Hello, hello, Mrs. Vice President. Hello, hello. Lemonade, please. So the bus, the bus trips are ongoing. I think wow. most of those coming from Texas, I believe. I'm not too sure because Greg Abbott's gone gung ho on those. Yeah, Arizona's not. Uh, they're not big on that kind of stuff. But I think Greg Abbott just has like an just a constant, an array of buses coming and going. Here you go, and he lines them up, and they say Chicago, Boston, New York City. Washington, D.C., and he asked these people, they all willingly get on a bus. They're not forced on a bus. They willingly say they want to go to Washington, D.C., or they want to go to New York City or Well, I mean, Chicago. again, the, the poor migrants give it a, a false bill of goods once again. Would you like to go to the nation's capital? Oh, yeah. See, I'm sure I would. Sounds great. They get there, unwelcomed again, and shipped off to another place. Right. They're lied to. They're the it's, biggest pawns of all in this thing. It, it's, you know, no one looks at it from their point of view. I, I watched a story last week, is which why, what brought me, brought it up was a woman and a little baby. And she had left, I don't know, Venezuela, I forget where she had left. And she had traveled this horrific journey. And the things these women, and, and what you got to understand is what this woman, and she was, she was young, I'd say mid 20s at that, what she endured from the men. On this journey oh, and what you have to fight off. And, and she finally found a couple of guys that basically offered her protection. And then once she got here, she was like, okay, now we're going to ship you off here. She goes, we didn't know anybody, but we figured we heard about New York City, so why not go there? Horrifying. And, and then it's, they it's get there, and, and what happens to them? It's cruel all the way around. It is. It's, it's, it's inhumane what we're doing to these poor people. All right, way, way different news. Okay, it's not just Bed Bath & Beyond. There's a lot of empty retail space, right? Look at all the brick and mortars that have closed. There's a lot of it. Every community across the country. Mm -hmm. But Bed Bath & Beyond buildings. Yes, they're big. They may be full again soon. Of what? By the sport that's sweeping the nation. The sporting sensation sweeping the nation. Basketball? Pickleball! Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know one person other than you that's played pickleball. And, and maybe oh, it's, it's pretty big. It's, I know it's big because I look at all these new developments. They put in two tennis courts and all the rest are pickleball. It's courts. like a selling point now. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it I've really, only played a you're few right. T- it is fun. But then, of course, you get people that take it way too seriously. You know, they, they think they're going to well, be pickleball champions. It, it's like that. It's like that with any sport, really. But still. Malls are becoming indoor pickleball venues by one specific developer. They think it's that big. Not going into like smaller units but like big ones like empty macy's sears and bed bath and beyonds cnn had a story that said it's already happened at about a dozen places including some malls how many pickleball courts could you fit like in a bed bath how big is a pickleball ball court not big it's like half the size it's I, like half the size of the tennis court I'd right say half i think just think of how you many can pack a lot in I there say how many a hundred could you put right. in 50 but, uh, that's but a lot of, of courts think of it too with an aging population though there's more boomers than ever they don't really want to Chase a ball around a full tennis court, but they see pickleball. They're like, well, I can do that probably. I gotta try this thing. I'm sure there's a ton around where I live, and I just don't know about it. Has to be. They're everywhere. Yeah. Look at all the celebrities playing them. Wow. Didn't we just hear that Jamie Foxx is actually okay, and his daughter said he's been playing pickleball? Pickleball. How do you like that? What is up with that? By the you know, way, Friday coming up next, was, we may have to investigate yeah, that. Friday he was dying, and and today he's fine. According, I I don't know what you believe in. I don't, know. I, I, know. I don't know what you believe in. We'll figure that out at some point in the 9 o'clock hour. Coming up next, though, so what is the deal with this Southwest strike? Is it going to happen? 
I don't know. Uh, yeah, isn't it funny? Right before the summer travel season. That's when you have leverage. Of course it is. And you know what? Guess who we get to talk to next? Our aviation expert, Jay Ratliff. Flight 850 on its way. We'll find out before you book your plans. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Us and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Jen, you know what annoys me the most about airlines? Yes. All of it? Employees of airlines, <laughs> and when they decide to go on strike, they're good at it. That's what yeah. annoys me. And this whole thing about Southwest, who authorized the pilots, who authorized the strike, but haven't exactly said it's going to happen. They know exactly what time of the year it is. We're two weeks before Memorial Day, yep. which is traditionally the start of the summer travel season. They know what they're doing. Oh, and exactly. that bothers me. And when 99% of them vote in favor of authorizing a strike, you've got big problems. And then Southwest is saying, oh, don't worry about a thing. We're not going to affect yeah, anything. No. no. When you they say don't worry, to, you worry. You know, you got nobody to fly the plane, but hey, what are you worried about? Alright, how does this affect you? Let's find out from this guy. Now boarding. It's Flight 850 with aviation expert Jay Bradliff on News Talk 850. WFTL. Ladies and gentlemen, you are Jay, in a nutshell, is this going to be a nightmare summer travel season? Oh, and good morning, by the way. Hi. <laughs> well, good morning to you. And no, it's not. Uh, the, the, you know, the beauty is that I have Southwest pilots that are some of my day trading students. So for the last several years... I've kind of been following the drama of them desperately trying to get the management to come to the table and and reach some sort of an agreement. They're, I don't know, three or four years past due, and they've been trying to hammer something out. And they've got to the point now where they're just tired, and they're saying, we're going to take this strike authorization vote. Now, when it happens and you get the news and all the headlines, people panic. But remember, Delta Airline pilots also yeah. took a strike authorization vote. I think it was last October, and again, it was it was a strong. It was a ninety percent number. Jen, it wasn't ninety nine percent, but it was still a strong number, and that sent the message to management. And then eventually, they got to the table, they hammered things out, and went from there. I want to say the same thing's going to happen here, but in a worst case scenario, what takes place would be that if the pilots go uh, a couple of months, several months, there's no agreement, they're able to reach. We have a federal, federal um, mediator that comes in, tries to work things out for a period of time. If that doesn't work, then the pilots would agree, okay, we're going to go on strike at some future date. That's going to be well down the road. And remember, the president can always step in yeah. and say you're not striking. So and as, as customer-oriented as the Biden administration is, the likelihood of a strike on this on my worry meter is probably uh, from one to ten might be a two and a half or three. Now, look, All right. I, I am totally with the pilots who feel ignored because right now the shareholders and other people are getting all the attention from Southwest management. The employees are using computers that were updated in 1997, and they're throwing their people out there saying, hey, go sick them, take care of it, let's keep the, the Southwest standards to the all-time high while they're giving them stuff that was used last century when the airline was less than half the size it is now. So this is not the Southwest of old, and I really hope they start acting like it because they're not treating their employees as they used to. Hmm. See, I, I'll guarantee you a strike. I'll book a flight on a Southwest Airlines That'll for get July. <laughs> They'll be on strike That'll the day her. before <laughs> I take a trip. There you go. <laughs> I, you know, my, my issue would be it might be in the fall, winter, that type of thing. Now, obviously, things could happen 
faster. But if it if it goes the pace that other work stoppages or near strikes have taken, there's quite a bit of time. And it could even be something that would be end of year next year. So I really hope that Southwest Pilots and the management can come to, together because, I mean, even the United Pilots, they were doing some informational ticketing, picketing in Cleveland, D.C., and some other areas as well, saying that, you know, Delta Airlines got a great contract. We'd like one a little bit nicer. Yeah. It's a lot like NFL quarterbacks. You know, if this guy signs for this, then this guy wants to sign for more. So you've got all these airline the pilots, American, Delta, or American United, and uh, Southwest that are trying to hammer out a deal. In the meantime, you've got Alaska Airlines. Their pilots signed a deal maybe a year ago. And forgive me if my, my dates are off here. Part of their agreement says if the industry comes out and somebody signs a much better deal, we will adjust your contract. Holy so cow. It, it, absolutely. So it's that's the one that I think is going to be the beauty of them all. But it's just unfortunate that people that have uh, future reservations are, are forced to worry. Now, you know, the pilots don't want to do it from Delta, United, Southwest, or whoever, but they're saying, look, we've done everything. And the one thing you know is you are right. They are the best-looking picketers anywhere around. Their, their signs aren't made out of crayon. They don't have any of these stupid chants. Yeah. And they're very professional at what they do in communicating the message. So, you know, they, they got a lot of people's attention, and we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes, and we'll see where this goes. I, I I don't have enough faith in Spirit Airlines to put a stop to this kind of thing, but that viral picture of the passenger making himself pretty comfy on a flight, you're gonna have to. You can describe it better than I can what he did, but basically it's a like a big pillow, and he put his shoeless foot up uh. on it, which reached into the person ahead of his seat. Oh yeah, right next to the elbow of the guy next yeah. to him. And uh, to make himself comfortable in the bag or whatever he's uh, adjusted so that he can be comfortable when he flies, it's sticking out in the middle of the aisle. So I, I'm, there's a couple of thoughts I had was, one, how long did it take flight attendants to tell him, get your stupid foot out of the aisle, you're blocking the aisle, you can't do that. <laughs> Probably not long. Two did, they, two, did they just come, you know, skimming, de- skipping down the aisle with the bag car- or the beverage cart? Bam! That would be nice, but then they he, he would see what he got first, and we don't want this guy getting any money. But, you know, fortunately, the four of us, Dean and you two and me, we don't think this way. So when we see somebody act like this, it is an absolutely what-are-you-thinking kind of thing. And it's ignorant. That's one of the reasons that, the, that it's gone viral. And look, when you have two million people fly today domestically here in the United States – you can count on someone. Look, I've seen people put their feet on the window side oh. up along the wall where their foot is on the armrest of the no. person no. in front of them. No. 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 Instant I, jail I, time. No. I'd break your toes. Yeah. <laughs> now, my other question, would it be worse if his sock was off oh, or yes. on when it's next to you and you're the, you're the person, sadly, seated right in front of this guy? No, no. He's got to have at least his sock on. I'm, I'm upset his shoe is <laughs> off. Never mind. You take a shoe off. On an airplane, instant jail time. Do not pass go. Uh, any of it, any of this behavior. But you know, okay. So here, here's the thing, though, and you, you would know better than than us, Jay. Of course, from the passenger's perspective, who's being accosted by this, right? Right by your armrest, you get a stinky, socked foot right by you. Or we've all seen the the viral video of the girl that puts her hair, uh, oh yeah, over yeah. the over seat, the, over the back. and it and it's covering your actual video screen thing. Or mm-hmm. somebody doing something obnoxious as a passenger. What's the very first course of action you should take? Should you talk to the person directly? 
Oh yeah, just, just say excuse me. You probably don't know this, but you know whatever. Or if, if 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 I've got a foot that's up next to me, I would turn around and say, "I'm sorry, can you move that?" And if they don't, I'll get the flight attendant involved. Okay. Um, so proper uh, want, protocols. Well, but there's some people that do not want to address the other person because they don't want to get into a verbal argument. Right. And they don't want to become an issue where the plane gets diverted to Omaha, Nebraska, and you and the other guy are kicked off the flight simply because you brought it up. Now, for me, it would be a situation where I would turn around and look at the individual, and they probably are acting like they're asleep. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know, I wouldn't move it out of the way, but I would certainly try to at least uh, talk with the individual. And most of the people in this situation don't care. It, it's like the guy that was afraid his, his nice slacks were going to be ruined uh, in first class when he sat on a long flight. So he, he steps onto the plane, he takes his pants off <laughs> and lays them in the overhead compartment. And oh, he come sits on. In his underwear. <laughs> come on. Oh, no, 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 no. See, and they, this are the people that, you know, clip their toenails and they fly into the seats that behind oh, them and in disgusting. front of them. Nope, that's disgusting. Yeah. Nope. That I is mean, jail just, time. Jail time. The, 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 these individuals, I, I just, you, you see it and you're thinking, I'm not really seeing this, but that's why you'll never, ever, ever, after, you know, four decades of being in and around the airline industry, ever hear me use, utter those words of, well, I've seen it all. What an arrogant <laughs> statement. I mean, because you're talking about people, and you don't sell people short. They can be more stupid today than they were yesterday. They, they are. They That's confirmed. Yeah. They are. Yeah. So, like, and, if you yeah. took if let me ask you a question. If you took a Sharpie to the sock and you drew, like, a little sock puppet on it, and then you said mm-hmm. something to him, could you get in trouble for that? Probably. But if you're sitting there with, let's say, in your right hand, a nice, piping hot cup of coffee, which I oh. don't suggest you drink on airplanes, <laughs> by the way, because... The water tubes are not cleaned out, and they're disgusting. The bacteria don't ever get coffee or tea on a plane. But let's say that you just oh. ask for the cup, and you hit turbulence. You know, that coffee could actually spill a little bit on the right and unfortunately cover that entire foot. Hot foot. Absolutely. Wow. Oh, I'm so I, – I didn't see your foot there in the middle of the aisle next to me. Oh, I, yeah, of course, the whole cup would go, absolutely. So, you know, then you can apologize and – you know, wow. it's just and then of course Sorry. you have to ask for another another cup of coffee and probably gag it down. But I gotta yeah, tell you, don't, don't don't drink coffee on plane. In today's uh, flight E fifty segment, I did not expect the gorilla self defense tactics from Jay Ratliff, <laughs> but I like him. I like well, this. You know, He's it's thinking just, like it, we think. <laughs> I'm simply providing an alternative to the sharpie because you know, and I not guarantee now. you, if the flight attendant comes back, I know whose side she's going to be on or he's going to be on. Right. Especially if I said, I, you know, I'm, I feel so bad. I had this coffee and we had turbulence and it went everywhere. And, and unfortunately, got on this guy's foot that was right next to my elbow. And I feel so bad about it. So, <laughs> you know, sir, I'll, I'll send you $5 for some new socks or something. I don't know. But it, it's just sad that people think this way and act this way. And, you know, you Google the images of stuff that happens on board planes and you're going to be convinced half of it is staged. And I can tell you it's not. People are stupid. Sad. Well, they, they travel sometimes that way, and I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't get it. I never have, and but I'm glad I don't because I don't want to think like people that think it's okay to be that way around other people. I've just never understood it. I, all of us were raised a lot different and better than that, so and I, I'm certainly glad for that.
Well, I'm glad that they actually exist, believe it or not, because it gives us stuff to talk about. Grist for oh, yeah. the mill, as they say. Yes. Hey, people still think we're making half this stuff up. No. I can promise no. you. I can promise you we're not. All right. For uh, Flight 850, all of this stuff right there, 850WFTL.com. But you mentioned it before. For some day trade fun, it's daytradefun.com. Go make some money with J2. Already done it this morning, but I was looking more forward to our discussion this morning, and you didn't let me down. It was fun. Absolutely. We'll do it again in a week, pal. Thanks so much. Take care. Thanks. Thank, thank you much. Bye, dear. All right. What if, uh, speaking of money, by the way, what if you woke up to, you know, your bank being overdrawn? It's happened every once in a while. You get the alert. Right. For $100 billion. $100 billion? We're going to hear this lady. Oh, come on. More coming up next. <laughs> the East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The East South Florida Morning Show. We're going to Monday. Welcome back in. Hope it was a nice Mother's Day for everybody. How was it, Jen? Mine was very relaxing. Good. Glad to hear. Sometimes you need that. Spent some time in the sun. I got a little color. Don't I have a little tan? My little nose? Come on, my big nose got a little tan. I don't know. You're always tan. <laughs> no, it's I can't I'm tell. All... What's the difference? I know. it's. It, I'm I'm fading fast. I got to work on this. Jen, this is Dina and Bill. Welcome to it. The South Florida Morning Show. Don't forget about the Morning Show blog. I don't know. We've been talking about a lot of videos that could go on there. Did Dina decide to work on a Monday and put three on? Or do we cap it at two? I don't know. We, we've had a couple of trifecta days. I think he's tired. <laughs> we, we, we capped it at two. Yeah, I, yeah. See, I see why we know him Somebody, well. Somebody's left on the cutting room floor, Jen. You know what that means. So what did we put up? We got uh, this, this, this clown. I want to say what I think is the best for last because I love one of these stories. This YouTuber who crashed his airplane. Uh, yeah. oh, he's an idiot. We got the video up there, this video in question where he could now be facing 20 years in prison. And he will. I think he will. I hope, I hope they give him 25 just for being stupid. I don't know if they're going to do the max sentence. Maybe they want to make a, an example out of him for future YouTubers who crash their airplanes on purpose. But I would say maybe he gets like five years or something. But it's it's a big deal. Can't go crashing your airplane on purpose. It, it was 2021 as well. It's taken this long right. because so many people saw this video. It was like 4 million hits or something. That's just why he did it. So And they, they at the, the commenters... Requested the FAA look into it, and they finally really? did. And they said, "Whoa, wait a minute now." Well, who gets into a plane with a, a perfectly good plane with a parachute? Who's going down and crashing, saying, "I'm my plane. I, I'm crashing my plane," and doesn't call air traffic control and say, uh, "SOS over here." You know, on Mayday, I'm going down. Can somebody come help me? It's pretty no. insane. So we got that story on there, and then we got this one. We went north of the border for the blog today. Oh, I know which one it is. Montreal Dog Park, where dogs aren't allowed to bark. <laughs> uh, you can't, you can't find more stupid city government rules than that. That might be the all timer this year so far, anyway. It's the most incredible story I've ever heard. I think. I mean, this, this, this is really more, is. or I shouldn't say more, but it's right up there with a the story we had last year. It was the best blog entry of 2022, where the hip hop hotimus, I think it was somewhere like in Kenya. Oh yeah. Ate the two-year-old boy and then spit him out, and the boy was fine. Patui. Yeah, it was the most <laughs> incredible story. This had to happen while I was in the hospital. I think it was when you were out. I yeah. don't remember this story. Oh, it's amazing. Hippopotamus yeah. ate a kid and spit him out. Spit him out. The yes. hungry, hungry hippos. He was like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> Tastes like kid." Wow. And then spit him out, and the kid was fine. Thank God. That would that one best blog entry of 2022. But this this dog park thing is just. It's up there because of how stupid it is. The sign you'll see in the blog post in Montreal at the dog park is, it's forbidden to let your dog bark, whine, or howl. And if you do, you will face fines between $370 and $1,475. It's converted to U.S. dollars, by the way. Wow. And don't, unclear if you can woof. 
Nobody knows about that. <laughs> Holy cow. Wow. That's that's amazing. Your dog stupid. can't bark. Mm-hmm. Asinine. So how do you stop your dog from barking? I don't know. I've been trying for a few years. <laughs> Good luck. I, I, you know, mine, they, one of my uh, dogs, if you honk the horn, it howls. So everybody comes in the house. Anybody who drives in the driveway honks their horn. Oh, so they go, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> He sings. <laughs> That's right. They had the, uh, I guess they talked to CTV, the Canadian television company, talked to people at first, I guess, you know, what's your reaction to this? There was like dozens of dogs barking in the background. So it was like, cha-ching, cha-ching. The city making money off that, cha-ching. Only in Montreal. Good Lord. Ridiculous. What, what scares me is what will people do to stop their dog from barking to take them to the dog park? That's oh. that's the scary part. I don't like those buzz collar things. That's not nice. No, I don't like them either. I don't, know. I don't even know if they work. Well, there's something that apparently got lost in the cutting room floor of the morning show blog. Could have done this one, but no. Imagine waking up to your bank account overdrawn. It's happened to all of us before. Not by $100 billion. Oh, come on. How stupid is this? This New Jersey woman, Patricia Conlon. Did you say it was Chase Bank, I think? Yes. She uh, she talks. Of course you're going to contact the bank, right? It's right there in the statement. It's right there in black and white. Why should it take multiple calls to <laughs> see what the problem that's is? That's the great question. But that's exactly what she went through. Here are the numbers. I saw that there was a number there, a negative $99,999,999,999.99. Negative. One of the people I spoke to mumbled something about a deceased account holder. Okay, so what's that got to do with it? I love the way she said mumbled. Oh, and I'm that sure. That was a slam right against Chase Bank. I'm sure the customer service rep was like, all right, let me see. And then he passed you on to somebody else. And was like, ma'am, I'm so sorry it happened to you. Let me see. Is there anything I can assist you with? Otherwise, can I tell you about our banking promotions? No. Fix the $100 billion error. Oh, my God. And how many and how many? times did she have to talk to somebody that's the sad part you know it, it, that should you're right it should have been one phone call oh we are really sorry ma'am let me check into this we'll call you right back no <laughs> it, it'd be like you and your wife and i customer service i want to talk to somebody it's really bad they, these companies need to fix that to just be able to talk to a human who can fix it and they went overboard because the ones when you do get a hold of a human now they just keep apologizing and reiterating oh, the, the thing, because they won't go off script. I hear what stop, you're saying. Stop doing that. I hear what you're saying. I understand. No, you don't. <laughs> then fix it. <laughs> it's like, uh. And I'm anyway. sure somebody's listening now that works in customer service. Well, if people were nicer to it. No, they'll be nice if you fix the problem. Yeah, if you listen to what they say and don't read off the script. God, it was crazy. It's like when you, uh, with serious radio, they always jack up your price. You know, it goes from like five bucks a month to like oh, twenty eight overnight. You can knock them down, and and I and they go through like seventeen different scripts, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I always tell them, just get to the last one that's going to put me back at five bucks a month, and then we'll continue this conversation. Threaten to cancel, it'll work out. And it happens all the time. I know, right? I've been trying that forever. <laughs> it's like stop. All right, we got uh, rapid fire again. Last time today, coming up next. We'll go around the room with stuff you need to know. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Still plenty going on you need to know about. Kick it off, Jen. 
Okay, we had the girl in. You sounded 40- unsure. <laughs> well, I, I no, I didn't know which one I was going to do first. All right. Okay, we had the girl in Fort Pierce, and she was on the Today Show with her mom just yeah. a little while ago. Um, Ella Reed, I think her name was. Thirteen-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was attacked by what she thinks was a bull shark, and and this is this kid's like like super tough. She's like, eh, it bit me a couple of times. I took a golf cart ride home. Yeah, I'm she like, went oh home. my god, ah, she's fine. And, and now she says she's going to be back. Yeah, yeah. she's going to be back in the water the minute the stitches come out. I'm thinking this kid's like she's amazing. Well, this is almost as bad. Oh no, it's a kayaker off of Oahu. His name is Scott Haraguchi. Oh, I saw this video. This is really bad. It's like something out of a movie. He is, I'm not taking a kayak out there. That's no. insane. His comment was, you're going to need a bigger boat because <laughs> it's just like watching Jaws. Right. This tiger shark leaps out of the water and literally grabs on the side of the kayak and takes a chunk out of it. Wow. It's like clunk. And he said the way he got rid of it, he kept on kicking it. You know, I, I I hate to be an alarmist, and I am all for wildlife in the ocean to protect the sharks and protect the populations, but does it not seem like from some of these shark attack stories over the past year or two, they're becoming more openly aggressive toward humans? I mean, I think am so. Am I wrong? I, or we're just, they, everybody's recording them now, though. That's well, the only this, reason why we know about it. Well, and this guy just happened to be wearing a GoPro cam. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. I don't know why, maybe because that's what he does all the time. But he said, uh, he goes, I heard this large swoosh. And next thing you know, the shark's just jumping at my boat. Uh, it turned out that tiger sharks, by the way, uh, known for being man eaters. Yes. And they're second most deadly predator after the great white. Right? Really? So, tigers uh, fortunately, they're down here, to, too. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, another reason not yeah. to go in the water. But he's okay. <laughs> His boat's fine. And he kept on fishing. Imagine if Martha's Vineyard had... GoPro cameras in the summer of 1975 when Jaws ate that Kittner kid. <laughs> Imagine what the world would have been like. You know what? The Kittner kid spilling out of the dock. I'm going to have the Kittner kid come spilling out, <laughs> Sheriff. Oh, God. That's crazy. I don't know. I just, you just always hear about they, they bite and then they let go. When you talk about this girl, Fort Pierce, I mean, national news, Fort Pierce, national well, news. She kept and on it, coming back. Yeah, it kept coming back. I don't know. She's a, she's a trooper, though. Yeah. God love that little girl. All right. Have you heard about the miracle at the Connecticut church? No. no. Even the Vatican is investigating now because they got to investigate Ooh. me. Didn't they always say, isn't, I remember this from my mom, super Catholic. For sainthood to beatify, don't you have to be proven three miracles? Three, three miracles. Yep. Yeah. There's always, there's reports of miracles a lot, but yeah, you're right. The, the Vatican has to go. They have Vatican investigators who go and look yeah, at these things before well, you become a saint. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Vatican is, they sent the V team to Ooh. Connecticut. Well, this is a big deal. They're actually going there. Parishioners claims that a miracle occurred at the Connecticut church where the number of wafers handing out multiplied. During commun- the communion wafers. That's right. Wow. How did this happen? Explain, please. St. Thomas Catholic Church and the Holy See in Rome received word last week, and they said, yep, it's worth looking into. Huh. <clears throat> but author Michael O'Neill Uh-oh. goes by the name The Miracle Hunter. <laughs> Is there oh, someone please. like that? Says he's very skeptical. There's absolutely no proof of this, that they were short on wafers, and all of a sudden more wafers appeared by the hundreds. Wow. Sure, it just wasn't some quick little altar boy or altar girl. What did they call Spilling them? Spilling out the bag of wafers? Yeah, you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> Look at this, this guy's going to go in there and start <laughs> clocking altar service 40 times. Jeez. It was the March 5th service. Reverend Crowley claimed the communion hosts, often referred to as wafers, had multiplied 
The miracle occurred inside the Thomaston Church, was witnessed by one person assisting with the communion. Hmm. No, that's not enough witnesses. Yeah, see, that's going to be tough this to prove. This is behind closed doors. So they ran out and they say more appeared. Yes. This is, I'm telling you, some altar boy, altar, what do they call them? They don't call them altar boys Altar anymore. servers now, right? Altar servers because yeah. they have girls. Right. Altar They're not server. altar boys anymore? No. no. It's altar servers because oh. they have girls. Right. Uh, that uh, somebody just refilled it and changed the chalice or something. There you go. Swapped it. I don't know. It's. I mean, that could be the case, but it's a big deal. To, when the Vatican gets involved, that's, They'll it look has into to it go for through sure. steps to get to that point. So. The Archdiocese has proceeded accordingly and will await a response in due time. Wow. We could have a miracle in Connecticut. Look at that. Or, or a I, I, just, being a, just, just being devil's advocate. Yes. Attendance was down. No. <laughs> don't you want to go to the church that had the miracle here recently? Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah, I don't want. No. I don't want to be as doubtful as the miracle hunter. But yeah. still, if the if the Christ or the statue of Jesus Christ cried, I'd be going to that church. Exactly. There's no yeah, doubt about it. Remember too. all those stories? Yeah. That was like a '90s thing. I don't know why. What did they ever determine with that? Nothing? Some of them they they couldn't explain, like uh, the tears of blood and stuff. That, yeah. that was wild stories. Hmm. So this is a wild story in a different way. You guys know Ja Morant? Yeah, a basketball player. Yeah, basketball player. He's a star, actually, for the Memphis Grizzlies. So earlier on in the season, you might remember this story. It might jog your memory. He got in trouble because a video surfaced of him at a nightclub. Oh, he had a gun. gun. That's right. I really? see. That's the only reason I know the yeah, story. Were you on a plane or no? Uh, it was in a nightclub, okay. I think. I think. So that, you know, he kind of got in trouble. The team was investigating it. They didn't want him around guns. Because he had been in some trouble before with his with his old posse and things like that, so they were trying to put in some rules. <laughs> Did you just for say him. posse? Yeah, well, yeah, that's the way it is. <laughs> so <laughs> they were trying to put in some rules for him. I guess it's workplace rules. That's how it goes. I don't know. So they're like, all right, well, we go. You know, you got a hold to these. Well, Memphis Grizzlies get eliminated from the playoffs. Their this season is over, and a new video has surfaced over the weekend of John Morant in a car with his buddies on an Instagram live. Brandishing a gun, holding it up, dancing around, and now he's been suspended from all team activities. He's just well, so, this guy's stupid. He's just too stupid to. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, the kind of thing where he's only still there because he's a great player. If he wasn't gone, yes, exactly. And it's wow. an, but it's an interesting discussion because some people, it's like, well, Second Amendment rights versus employment, you know, wor- workplace and doesn't rules matter. of the workplace. This and stuff is what like that. they want. It's in your contract now. That's They've written exactly it down right. in law. You don't break it. He's right. an idiot. He was supposed to hold to these rules. It happened already during the season. So it, those are his workplace rules. That's what he was supposed to do. And now he goes on Instagram Live, jumping up and down with a gun and dancing with his friends. I mean, why, why are you doing that? So when does he get cut? Or does he not get cut? He's they too just good. find him. Yeah, he's, just, he's indefinitely suspended right now during the offseason. He'll be back in the opening game, but... They'll find a way to work him in. He's, re- he's uh, Miraculously, he'll be rehabbed by That's October. Right. That's right. It's, wow. Geez. They'll buy him a Nerf gun next. Don't be... These guys... Some of these guys just throw away their millions and millions of dollars. Just stop. Well, I'll tell you who's making millions and millions of dollars. The Amber Heard lawsuit was the greatest thing that ever happened to Johnny Depp. Mm. He's just agreed to a new contract with Dior to remain as the face of Sauvage Cologne. Oh, wow. He's promoted it since 2015. At 59 years old, he maintains his status as a male icon. Yeah. He just signed a new three-year deal for $20 million. Wow, I love that. I thought he was just doing that to make some money when Disney fired him. Uh, yeah, no. Huh. He uh, Apparently, fashion photographer Greg Williams, who's really well-known in the scene, followed him and Jeff Beck around in their concerts when they were going around France. Yeah. 
and did a whole bunch of pictures. So those are the pictures they're going to use for the new campaign. How about that? Mm. Nice. Like Johnny Depp. Good. Speaking of money and movie stars, Guardians of the Galaxy continues to dominate. North American, anyway. I didn't get the full global thing, but uh, it's earned $60.5 million in the second week of release in the U.S. Slacking. <laughs> second, yeah, right? Super Mario Brothers movie. What's the common denominator there? Because that made $13 million. Chris Pratt in both. Oh, God. <laughs> Boy, nice month for him. Unbelievable. Wow. Good gosh. Jen went out to see Book Club, the next chapter. I yeah. knew it. She was part of the $6.5 million take. <laughs> there was a first Book Club? It was really good. But it was like a TV movie. I saw it on TV. It was cute. It's about a book club? Yeah, they all read a book, and they, and then they go on a trip, and they all oh, find romance. Sounds compelling. It's, it's it's what it is. is a bunch of old ladies uh, <laughs> looking for love. That's what it's about. Okay. That's box office gold right <laughs> yeah. there. Let's go. I'm taking the yeah. kids. Oh. Which, by the way, let me ask you real quick, Phil, with Guardians, because mm. you're the only one who's seen it out of the three of us, actually. I know. I'm usually last. I really want to see it. Without giving away any spoilers, is it... Okay for me to take my kids to go see this movie, or is it like borderline? Yeah, no, it's just that there's sad parts, but yeah, okay. no, it's totally. But it's fine. still okay. And that one okay, line, yeah. and well, you know it's coming. They've heard their they've heard their mom say that word before. <laughs> so calling out Kristen. <laughs> oh yes, I've told Jen, her before, wow, stop saying Mar- that. You Jen. just threw your wife <laughs> under the bus. Mark that tape. Wow, Grab we're it. sending that. We're okay. We we're need blackmail. We're sending this to your wife. <laughs> Sweating. <laughs> wow. Know. Have them come to my house. They'll learn a few yeah, new words. Right. <laughs> so I'll finish off with this. The There was rumors going around this morning. I hadn't mentioned it because I kind of, it's very strange and they're very unfounded. There were rumors going around this morning that George Soros, you know, big funder oh, our of fa- our favorite person, the, the Democrat world. Party. Billionaire uh, set to destroy the country. Yeah. That's him, him, yes. The rumors going around that he was dead. But none of it was cool. confirmed. Oh. Yeah, well. <laughs> Bill is ready to have a party. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> needs to be dead. Now it's coming out that George Soros has tweeted, I am alive and healthy. Oh. So take that oh, for wow. what it's worth. I don't know why those reports were coming out that he was dead, but according to his Twitter account, he's alive and healthy. Somebody was trying to put it into the universe. I guess. And hope that it would actually happen. So don't get your hopes up there. Well, which leads us to a great segue. Yes. Friday, he was on his deathbed. Who? Soros? No, not Soros. <laughs> Somebody else very famous. Oh, this is a tease. That you guys were concerned about. This is and a all of a tease. sudden, now his daughter says he's out playing pickleball. What? Jason Tatum. Yeah. I was very, very concerned. <laughs> I thought he was on his deathbed. But yeah, he came back and scored 50, 51 uh, points 51 or something yeah. last yeah. night. Yeah, he was so, on his deathbed. So it's not him. Right. <laughs> not him. We'll tell you who it is. We'll tell you who's alive. Come it's, up it's pretty cool. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Funny that you may mention the 850 app there, Big Voice Announcer Guy, because that's where you can uh, stream us live all the time. Get the morning show blog, everything else on there, everybody else's podcast, everything. It's right in there. Get the app. How do you like that? You need the app. You need the app. Okay, this is all fun stuff. I'm tired of talking about death and depression. <laughs> so here comes your story about a guy that almost died. Here we go. No, you know what? On Friday, Diener had it in his, his rapid fire that Jamie Foxx was on his deathbed. Did you not? Did you not? Yeah, that's that was the report. And they said, well, no, hold on a second. Uh, that, that may not be true. Okay, I'm blaming the family now for misinformation. Yeah, I really well, am. It's not like we need to know, but they need to get the story straight. Why don't they clear well, it up? Yeah. Apparently, his daughter, Corinne, who was on that show Shazam with him, she has been saying, she said in a post on social media that my father has been out of the hospital for weeks. Huh? 
for weeks. <laughs> okay, he went in in April, by the way. She said on Instagram, her da- dad's recuperating. He's even playing pickleball, which he played last Thursday. <laughs> what? What happened to thoughts and prayers? Yep. And she also says a new work work announcement will be coming out this week or next week. So we'll be hearing whether or not he'll go go back to whatever show he was that movie he was working on that they put a stunt double in and then CGI eyed the rest. So we shall see. I think he just wanted a couple of weeks off. I got to be honest. Very confused by all this. Yes, so we don't know what they still aren't talking about what this medical complication was, but apparently he's playing pickleball, he's out of the hospital, and he's fine. If that's come, we haven't seen him. Well, that, yeah, that that's true, too. Maybe maybe she's just coming out with uh, a feel-good story to throw everybody I, I, off. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, I, it's, hard to, it's hard to believe her, but how do you keep that a secret, that he's still in the hospital or he's not in the hospital? I don't you know. know. The, the way TMZ follows people around? You would think, you know, out of, out of sheer respect, maybe they're not saying anything and he's still in the hospital and that's why. Because if he were out of the hospital, TMZ would have had that right away. Yeah. So I don't believe the daughter. I think it's a smokescreen. Could be. Unfortunately. But we do need Jamie Foxx. I do like that man. It's nice to look at. Just saying. Well, what happened look? there with this story? It's <laughs> turned into a Jen Crush story all of a sudden. They always turn into Jen Crush stories. Don't you realize that, Diener? <laughs> Is that it? You promoted all these great feel-good stories. Is that it? You're out of steam. <laughs> I have more for you. Don't Good. get nervous, please. You still got four minutes Hold left. Hold your jets over there. Can't wrap Whatever it up now. Do, I'm not wrapping it up now. All right. While you're while you're looking, I got one for you. Ready? Go ahead. How about this one? We didn't get to it yet today. This McDonald's owner in Kansas attempted a world record-breaking drive-through line at his restaurant, and it worked. No, see, now this would be me. I'd be going to the McDonald's <laughs> for the first time in like ten years, and I want my lousy cheeseburger and a coke, and I'd get stuck behind this. Well, three hundred <laughs> participants. Here's uh, owner Bob Lane talking about trying to break the record and setting the entire thing up. I'm sure the full staff was on hand. About six months ago, they decided they were going to try to set a record in the drive-thru, and so we went and looked it up, and the best we could find was 300, and so that's what we're trying to do today. As you could tell, there was a lot of cars. We had traffic backed up on the highway all for over a mile. So 356 in an hour, that's moving a lot of cars. That's better than one every 10 seconds. Amazing deal. You're right, though. Who wants to get stuck in that line? Can you imagine, though, you finally, but I understand what they, they, they did a lot, that's a lot, 356 in an hour? I mean, they were cruising. They didn't so, tell you how many orders were right. Yeah, but, I'm just, yeah, but he said There's a pack of ketchup. Go. What, yeah. what they did was they incorporated all the employees and their families and friends, and they made sure they only picked, like, cheeseburger and a Coke. Well, that's kind of cheating. a burger then. and a fry, you know, so they could, well, they have to produce it. So, and they had extra help out in the back, but still, that's pretty impressive. I don't know. Chick Fil A seems to do that on a daily basis, so I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. Chick Fil A's like that's Tuesday. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I mean, we were there Saturday night. Saturday night at eight thirty, the line was like out the door. I'm, I'm sure. like, come on, people. Speaking of drive-through, last week or was it the week before that raisin canes and Boynton that opened up? Oh, did you oh. go next to a Chick Fil A? Next to the BJ's gas thing. Next to the pull-in for BJ's. Me? Apparently, luck. there were people two hours in line for. Chicken fingers. No way. No. Not know how. Not no way would I ever do that. Oh, this wow. is this is a this. I have to describe this intersection to you. It's Holy right cow. off of Boynton Beach Boulevard. It's all of those elements at once in one cluster. You know what? It's unbelievable. They didn't plan. People are now saying, well, "How did they approve this?" That's crazy. It's a nightmare. That is a nightmare. This is not good, and I'll tell you why. 
because they're building one right by me in St. Lucie West, and yes. Jen knows the area. It is a congested, narrow road. Uh, it's a nightmare, that's not going to go and well. It's right off the right hand side of the road nope. as, as you're heading west. I'm not going to be able to move on that road. It's no. going to be a line for Raising Cane. That's exactly what's going to happen. Oh, no. Until it calms down a little, maybe. I'm looking forward to wow. having that chicken, too. I keep hearing about how great this place is, and now I'm not even going to be able to go down the road. I'm not waiting in a two-hour line no. for chicken fingers. No. I don't care if the Lord made them. <laughs> and Diener, well, well, we'll put a smile on Diener's face, really? not mine. The Rock made it very clear that he is not a fan of Vin Diesel. We Correct. all know this, right? Yes. Had no intentions of returning to the Fast and Furious franchise right. until apparently they gave him a lot of money. Apparently, oh. he has a cameo in the Fast X, Fast 10. What's it called? I don't even know. I'm not sure what they're marking it as. In it the is post, the one. In the post credits, there's no official, uh, no oh. official word yet, but he appears and basically says... Get ready for Fast 11 and Fast 12. So much for this being the last one. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the last movie is now a trilogy. That's an in, ins- And The Rock is coming back. That's an wow. insult to film. <laughs> it's, 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 it is. They're done. And we're they done. Going. And we're done. Get anyway, don't drive like the Fast and Furious. We'll be <laughs> back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.